Welcome to Art Life Conversations, where we talk about all things art life, from the struggles and the wins along the way, to making art, learning, and art history, to talks on business, career, and selling art. No matter where you are on your art journey, here you'll find inspiration, encouragement, and motivation as Kelly shares the real life of a working artist. And now, your host, Kelly Folsom. Hello, artists. Welcome back to the Art Life Conversations podcast. I am artist, teacher, coach, mentor, and your podcast host, Kelly Folsom. I am so, so excited to be here again with all of you today. Can you believe it's podcast number seven, episode number seven? And thank you all so much to all of you who have been sending me amazing messages and comments. Um, It means so much to me. And also just a friendly reminder that if there's any topic that, um, anything that you struggle with as an artist, any topic that you would like me to share my experience with or my viewpoints on, or just to, you know, explore and discuss, please send those ideas and thoughts to me at info at artlifewithkelly, and it's K-E-L-L-I dot com. And in the subject line, just put podcast topic. And yeah, I would love to hear from you. I'd love to hear your thoughts about the podcasts I've done already and also just any other topics or ideas or anything like that that you want to share with me would be fabulous. So today, episode number seven, I'm going to be talking about something that is really, it's a really big topic and we could um, dive into all of the nitty gritty details of it um, over the course of, you know, more podcasts um, because it is such a big topic and impacts artists in, I think, a lot of negative ways. And that topic is stop trying to fit into the artist's mold, right? Um, so today I'm just going to share with you my experience about this and just, uh, just a little bit of, of some negative impact that it's had on me in my life. Um, so this idea of the artist mold and, uh, and what an artist is supposed to look like, sound like, be like, how they're supposed to paint, how they're supposed to create, what their studio is supposed to be like, you know. Once I became an artist, I've been shocked ever since at all of these different molds that um, different art groups and different artists have created for other artists. And if you don't fit into them, then you must not really be a real artist. Um, and sometimes it just feels like high school all over again, like all the popular kids are like, hey, you're not like me. You don't fit in. <laughs> you know? And um, I really think that this is so, so detrimental because I feel like all of us have very unique points of view. Um, just because we're an artist doesn't mean that we're all exactly the same. We all dress differently. We all have different perceptions about what it means to be an artist and what that means to us. And I find
find that whenever we hide who we are or, uh, you know, hide uh, or lie about who we are and try to change who we are in order to fit in with other people, um, you know, with other artists, I found that it is just, uh, dis- it's disempowering, right? So it really takes away your power. Anytime that we lie, we lose power. We lose power every time we lie. So, it's really a challenge sometimes because we really want to fit in. We, we want to believe that we are real artists and that we fit in with the other artists. Um, but I would never, you know, I never want anybody to sacrifice the truth of who they are just to, you know, fit in. Um, because I don't think that that benefits anybody. I think whenever you are truly authentic, 100% truly authentically yourself in all ways, then that is really where your true power comes from. And that is when you are able to live a bigger and better life for yourself and also have a really great impact on other people too, because everybody, everybody recognizes authenticity. Everybody recognizes the truth and they, um, admire it and they aspire to be that. And so when you are really genuinely, truly yourself and authentic, you know, you are, um, even if other people are not exactly like you are, maybe they have a different personality or whatever, but you are empowering them as well to be authentic. So I feel like when we are our authentic selves, we are able to have a better impact in our relationships and our families in our communities, you know, and on other artists, because I think a lot of artists get imprisoned by these, um, you know, the artist mold and everybody has a different idea about what that mold is. That's kind of the funny thing about molds is like every little different art bubble and art group you go into, they have a whole different definition of what it means to be an artist. And um, so to me, that tells me that that's, you know, just false. Like it's false assumptions. It's false identities. Um, you know, it's stereotypes and, and things like that. And that just, yeah, it just, it doesn't work. I just don't think it works. So I want to challenge all of you. Um, I'm going to share some of my personal experience with you just in a couple of different areas. And I want to challenge all of you to be 100% truly yourself, love yourself wholeheartedly, accept who you are as an artist. And here's the deal. The bottom line is, if you are making art, guess what, my friend? You are an artist. That is the only requirement, you know, is that you're actually creating some art and therefore you are an artist. And why can't you be an artist and have a full-time job? Like, I've seen that happen with a lot of artists that I work with online is that maybe because they have a full-time job, they don't really feel like they are truly genuinely artists. And um, so, for example, whenever they meet people, they tell people, oh, you know, who they are is their job. And I think especially in America, we kind of really rely on our explanation of ourselves as our job, right? Um, so and it's just really so sad because they have this whole other um, layer to them. The fact that they love to create, that they are artists, you know, they have this whole other side to them that people are missing out on and not getting to know. And the fact that they're not really 
you know, showcasing that or telling other people that means that they don't really fully get to um, enjoy the benefits of that uh, part of their life either. So um, anyway, so I just want to point that out. Like if you make art, you are an artist, period, point blank. That's all that is required, right? And so it's really just a matter of you accepting that you are an artist, acknowledging it, um, telling people that, yeah, you know, hey, I might be a secretary, but I'm also an artist, you know, in the evenings I paint and draw or the weekends I paint and draw. Also this idea that you have to like qualify what kind of artist you are, right? Like, oh, I'm just a hobby artist. I just do it for fun. You know, like I don't deserve that, that, you know, Van Gogh level label of artist or, you know, uh, whoever, whoever that is, Michelangelo or Rembrandt or whatever. Those are the real artists. I'm not a real artist, you know. Um, so all that kind of stuff, I think, you know, just you really need to watch out for um, because it's just limiting. It limits you and it also limits everybody around you and minimizes the impact that you can have. So I've had some pretty funny experiences since I got started as an artist in terms of um, these molds uh, being trying to be put on me um, as an artist. And it's always been super uncomfortable and frustrating. And um, I just refuse, like I just refuse to step into anybody else's mold of, of what they think a real artist is. And um, so one of them for me has just been like how I look. My appearance has been amazing to me that, I mean, just a side note, just as a female, it's like my whole life, there's been so much attention put on my appearance, which I think is ridiculous as if that's the only valuable thing um, about being a woman or a female. But when I went to art school, I really thought like that that was not going to be any part of it. You know, that your appearance was, was not important. What was important was you're, you were an artist and you're making art. And so when I finally got to art school, I thought, wow, this is really where I'm going to fit in and I'm going to be accepted and I found my tribe and I belong, you know, automatically just because we all are making art. And um, one of the first things that started being brought up immediately was comments about how I dress, my appearance. Um, you know, I went to art, art college in Connecticut and of course I'm a Texas, Oklahoma girl and in if you don't know, Texas girls, you know, it's like we're brought up to, you know, kind of that Southern Belle type of thing, like wearing makeup and, and doing your hair and all that good stuff. And in Connecticut, you know, a lot of the women do not dress like that, do not do their hair like that, more, much more natural, much more laid back, which is totally cool. Like that's them, you know. Um, but so immediately it was like, oh, this kind of clash of um, who is this young woman who is, you know, walking in dressed, dressed really nicely to art class. Like what? That's dumb. Why are you wearing nice clothes to art class? You're going to get paint on them. Um, you know, so immediately I started getting comments about this. And, you know, for me, I, that's just part of who I am. I like to dress nice. I like to look nice. Uh, one of my mottos, and it's been that way since I was a little kid, you know. So one of my mottos has always been, if you look good, you feel good, and you do good. And I just love 
that. I love that. I love that the way that I dress um, can express how I feel about myself. It makes me, it really helps me show up in a more powerful way because how I dress is true and authentic to me. And um, it doesn't have to be, you know, I'm not telling other people to dress that way, right? So immediately in art school, I was kind of getting um, knocked down a notch uh, with other, set. even the female instructors, you know, were calling me, making up nicknames for me, like Kelly Jean, Kelly Jean Beauty Queen was one of them. Um, one of the art his, female art history instructors was like very belittling to me, almost like I couldn't be intelligent if I also was an attractive female, as if I have any control whatsoever over being attractive or not attractive. <laughs> so weird. Anyways, um, and you know, sometimes that stuff, it is just painful and we desperately, we do want to fit in. We want to be accepted and, and we also want to be seen for more than just, um, you know, that outer appearance, you know, and, um, and that again, at the same time, I would be like, well, why can't I feel beautiful and, and look nice and also be smart and creative and talented, you know? So there's like these weird, yeah, it was just such a weird mold, um, to try to fit into. And I just refused to, you know, play less than, less than me, you know, for me, um, playing full out means that I'm honoring every part of myself and that includes taking care of myself physically and that I dress the way that I love to dress. And, um, yeah. And so I'm not going to sacrifice that in myself in order to fit in with anybody else or to try to fit what they think a real artist is like. So there's just a lot of stuff like that. And that's just one very small example, right? Even, you know, I've had lots of comments from other artists about the studios that I work in. My studios always look nice. Like I just prefer working in a beautiful environment that feels so good to me. Um, and I feel more inspired. Like if I, if my environment is dirty and cluttered and there's like paint all over everything, like I just like, I don't feel good showing up to do a painting in paint covered overalls. It's just not me, you know? And if somebody else, if that's what, you know, really gets them, they feel great in that and they do their best work wearing that. There is no judgment from me like you do you. Oh my gosh. You know, why, why are these weird little things down to, you know, our studios? Well, I couldn't pay, you know, I've had comments from other artists. Well, I couldn't paint in there in your studio because it's too nice. I would be too scared to mess things up. And, and that's fine. It's like, if you if you need like chaos, if you need a dirty room, um, you know, clutter everywhere to be creative in, that's what works for you, you know. So I just find it really, really interesting how many of these weird artistic molds that people try to put on one another. And again, I think they're just stereotypes. Um, I'm I'm sure every mold is different, you know, but these are just some of the ones that I've experienced over the years. Um, I remember, you know, after I got out of art college, I, um, you know, had moved back home to Oklahoma and I had gotten a painting into the Oil Painters of America National Exhibition. It was in Dallas, Texas. And so it was only about four hours away from where I lived in Oklahoma. 
And so I was so excited because um, at the time I didn't have, you know, a lot of money to travel. And so I thought, great, this show, I've been entering the OPA show since um, my senior year in art college in 2011. And this was going to be the first show that I was actually going to be able to attend because I could drive to it. So I was super stoked to go to this. Right. Um, and being me, I'm like, um, and I had a painting in the show and I was so proud of the painting I had in the show. It was a figurative piece. I ended up actually winning, um, a small award for it that night, which was like really a shocker to me. Um, but I just so jazzed up and, and because I'm me and what really jazzes me up even more is dressing nice. So I put on a nice dress, you know, did my hair, hair, I've got the heels on. Yeah. Um, to me, that feels very honoring to myself and to my artwork and also very respectful and honoring to the people I'm about to go meet, you know, just to look nice, like just to be aesthetically pleasing all the way around. I love it. That's just what that's just me, you know. So I go to this show and I'm so excited to meet all of these artists um, who I've been following their work for a really long time. And um, uh and I meet this one female artist. I really liked her work. And um, I was so excited whenever I met her. And I just told her, oh my gosh, I really love your work. I've been following your work for a long time. I'm Kelly Folsom, you know. And um, she just looked me up and down and was like really awkward uh, acting. And she said, oh, you're an, are you an artist? And I said, yeah, I'm an artist. And, and then she waited a while and she said, oh, are you in the show? And I said, yeah, I'm in, in this. I have a piece in the show, you know, um, and I pointed to the painting and then she goes, oh, OK, well, I, I was just wondering because you look like a gallery attendant. <laughs> and I was like, OK, what? what the heck does that have to do with anything? Like, because I have a dress on, I don't look like an artist. I don't fit in into your mold of what an artist is supposed to look like. So it was really an awkward moment. And I don't share this to like, you know, play the victim. Obviously, things like that, little, little jabs, you know, that people take are always, you know, just crap and always feel bad, and always uncomfortable. And we all do that from time to time. We all say dumb things and stick our foot in our mouth. So that's fine. You know, so I'm not sharing this with you like to be like, oh, poor pitiful me you know, people were picking on me, but more as like a bigger message of, um, watch out for these molds and, uh, both the molds that you put on yourself, um, as an artist and the molds that other people want to put on you as well, because there's no one way to be an artist. <laughs> Actually, there is only one way to be an artist, and that is to be 100% you, authentically you. And you have the opportunity, we all have the opportunity to bring everything that is true about us into our art life. And I think that that's really where, um, you know, the true power and true strength lies is whenever all of these things come together and, um, coalesce and 100% authenticity, um, 
in our art life, you know, as artists. So I just want to leave you all with that. My intention with this podcast, you know, is not to be going, oh, shame on them for what they're trying to do, you know, putting people down or putting people in a box or whatever. I'm just trying to bring awareness to all of us because, again, I feel like, you know, we really need artists in this life. And if artists are feeling like they don't belong to the clique or to the club or whatever, and they're feeling like they have to lie about who they are or can't really step into themselves 100% as an artist, then I just see that that is no good, is no good for the world, you know, and um, young artists coming up, um, children, you know, who love making art, teenagers, you know, um, gosh, I mean, adults, everybody, we all need to know that we can be an artist without being like this struggling, suffering, you know, cut off, cut off our ears, um, you know, uh, outlandish, you know, human beings. You know, that was another comment I always got. And art school was like, your art is so good but you're just so normal. (laughs) And I'd be like, okay, well, I don't really know. What am I supposed to say back to that? You know, thank you, I guess, that my art is so good. And thank you, I guess, that I'm normal. What am I supposed to be like? Like a total weirdo, you know? Uh, And what is a weirdo anyway? I So none of it ever really made sense to me. And um, all I cared about was like making art that I loved and that I wanted to to bring into the world, hopefully to help um, make the world a better place, you know. So again, I just want to encourage all of you as we are leaving here from this podcast, I hope that this has been helpful to you. And I hope that all of you that maybe this just raises awareness around um, this idea of the, you know, the artist molds that sometimes we try, sometimes we believe them, we try to act them out in our life, we try to conform to them. And um, I just want to encourage all of you to take some time to think about any areas where you might be doing that and um, to more, you know, more just to step into who you truly are and really embrace that, you know, and not have any shame around it whatsoever. So um, to this day, I still get comments about, you know, my appearance, my clothing, um, even from the the family that I was raised in, you know, um, my mom was raised with all four boys, three boys, sorry. So she was the only girl and she is very like a tomboy type of dresser. But you know what? This is just innate in me. Ever since I was a little girl, I loved the feminine, all things feminine. I loved hats. It was, oh, I would always love like Easter time would roll around and I would be so excited. I get to wear a hat and a pretty frilly dress to church. Yay. Yay me. I'm so happy. <laughs> and, um, but I was, you know, so I've always been that way. Um, but even to this day, you know, like whenever I go to visit my family or something, I might have a nice dress on and I don't even fit in there, you know? And so, you know, I'll get comments like, wow, well, you're dressed really nice. Or, you know, have you wore, have you worn that all day? You know, did you wear that skirt and top all day? Yeah. Yeah, I did. 
and it felt great. <laughs> you know, so, so again, um, sometimes the un, you know, unsolicited comments or whatever can make us feel maybe like we're outsiders or somehow don't fit in. Um, I don't think that's necessarily where they're always coming from, but, um, again, just, just, I encourage all of you, like, just embrace who you are, every aspect of who you are. And, um, for all of us to try as hard as we can to accept one another and embrace one another and not put those artistic molds on each other, you know? And I also think we need some more normal, healthy artists in the world, don't you? I think that's a great thing and a beautiful thing. (laughs) We're kind of busting some of these artist myths that you have to be mentally unstable, or maybe the more mentally unstable you are, the more creative you are, you know? So anyways, my dear art friends, um, I hope that this has been enjoyable to you. I'd love to hear your experience with some of these artist molds so you can leave a comment below or shoot an email to info at artlifewithkelly, K-E-L-L-I.com. And I look forward to hearing from you. Until next time, I wish you all happy painting and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.